Welcome back to the weekly podcast of The Spectrum. I am the host, Molly Rio. Each week, we welcome a new guest from the Dartmouth High community. Stay tuned after this short break for this week's edition. Welcome back, Dartmouth High School. I am Josh Moniz, the associate editor of The Spectrum. In this week's episode, we are here with DHS Varsity Color Guard members. So first, I just like we're gonna go around, and I want you guys to say your name, introduce yourself, what class you're in. Hi, my name is Janessa. I'm a sophomore. My name is Savannah, and I'm a freshman. My name is Kendall, and I'm a freshman. My name is Tabitha, and I'm a sophomore. My name is Lola, and I'm also a sophomore. My name is Kayla, and I'm a freshman. My name is Navai, and I'm a freshman. Great, we're going to go to Morgan for our first question. Hi guys, I'm Morgan. I'm a junior here at DHS, and you guys are all really young. So did you just all get together and decide, like, I'm just going to do this, like, as a group, or did you all, like, go to Color Guard individually? Was that, like, your own decision? Um, I think that we joined, like, because of our friends, and it just... It kept growing because they saw, like, our friends would see us doing it, so then they would join, too. I know I joined, like, in 2017 because my friend did it, and even though she's no longer in it, I've gotten more of my friends to do it. I also joined in 2017, but I joined because of Lola doing it. Um, I joined because my brother was doing band, and then I got... Uh, other people to join Color Guard as well. Um, I joined because of Savannah, and our moms are very close, so she recommended it. I joined because most of my friend group was doing it, and I had nothing uh, else to do. So. <laughs> I actually seen a flyer on like the board at school and I thought it was kind of cool to join it and turned to like a lot of kids I actually knew join color guard and I was like oh well it seems fun so I just ended up saying a little bit it's my first year actually awesome we're gonna go to Avery next Hi, I'm Avery. I'm the assistant editor. And so it sounds like, Lola, you're kind of like one of the original people to join. I'm kind of wondering, like, we just had the showcase night last night, and it's kind of hard to get people involved in extracurricular activities. So I'm wondering what attracted you to Color Guard originally? So I started because I used to go to the football games, and I would see them during the halftime show, and I thought it was really cool. And one of my other friends did it, and she, like, told me, like, good things about it. So then I just decided to try it, and I liked it. Yeah, so I think a lot of our listeners know the color guard from the football games. They'll see them perform at halftime shows. But could someone just kind of explain the color guard seasons? Because I know there's the fall season, and there's also the winter season where you kind of break off and do your own thing in the winter. So someone just kind of explain how that works. Maybe the circuits that you compete in kind of what scale that's on. So during the marching band season, we're with the marching band and percussion. That's from like August to November. And we're with everyone. And we're in division five, I think, yeah. But during indoor, we're separated from the winds and percussion. 
and we're in the open class level for WGI, but we also complete in our local circuit, NESBA. Okay, so there's no doubt that color guard and band are one, probably one of the most hardworking activities in the school. Um, oh, by the way, my name is Molly. I'm the editor-in-chief of the Spectrum. Um, so I'm wondering, you're, you're all underclassmen. Like, you have such a big time commitment that even varsity athletes like, don't experience. So what's kind of like, like, can you attest to that? Like, you're just starting out high school, and I know you guys have, like, eight-hour practices, or maybe that's just the band. But, like, how is that? How is that going through such a big time commitment? Oh, <laughs> Are we have usually we have Tuesdays and Thursday practices from six to nine, and then we have camps that we use, and we have them. How many days? Like a week straight during like vacation sometimes, from twelve to nine or twelve to five. We have, oh yeah, we have weekends that are um, twelve to fives, and we usually just practice. We get along very well together. So, but it is very stressful sometimes, especially when you're learning new stuff, because it's like very difficult. But overall, it's not too bad because I think. It's fun, so you're around all your friends consistently, but here. Um, I feel it's like you're around people so much of the time. Like Kayla said, you're, you're at practice so much of the time that you naturally become very close to the people you're around all the time. And I think, uh, you know, most of my friends are all in color guard because you you have to become close to the people you're with all the time because or else it's just not very enjoyable. Um, it's very rewarding because um, I like to say our program's pretty good. Like, I think we're a decent team. So all the hours pay off in the end, I'd say. It's definitely sometimes stressful when we're trying really hard to get the work and school's going crazy, but it's definitely rewarding. The long hours make it worth it, and I know, especially after most of our first day in, we all just want to work harder and get the most better we can. Okay, hi, I'm Mackenzie Boucher, and I was just wondering, so you just mentioned day in, can you kind of describe to us what that was like being so far away and at a such high level? a high level of competition. Um, being at Dayton, it was definitely stressful. And in my, like, experience before going, I thought it was going to be, like, like, really, like, scary. But then when I was there, it was, like, really fun. And it's very rewarding. And you're there for a while. But it's a very fun time. Um, so when we go to Dayton, it's a 16-hour drive, and when we get there, like, obviously we're with our friends, so when we have free time, it's fun, but we usually, they give us set bedtimes and certain wake-up times, and we have, like, a two-hour practice in the morning, and then we usually get ready, and then we perform, and then it just, that just keeps repeat, repeating for the rest of the trip. We go through prelims, semis, and finals, and each is a round, and they take less and less people. So the goal for Dayton is to become a finalist and hopefully medal, and that's basically what we work towards the whole season.
They and when you go there, it's like when you perform in the big stages, you realize how many people are like actually looking at you and like how many people are clapping for you. And I think that's the most rewarding part is walking off knowing you did good and that all the hours were not for nothing. But it definitely is scary because like all the schedule, like you read the schedule, and it's like, oh, if you make finals, you're waking up at four in the morning and you don't end up going to bed until like 12 the next like day. So it's like very scary, especially for my first time because I never actually did anything like this beforehand. But overall, I think it was like a lot of fun being around them for so long. I think especially for me, hearing about Dayton was very scary at first. But once you get there and actually settle in, it's so much fun to be around the people that you're always around. And I think the experience is like something really great to look back on. I mean, I definitely enjoy thinking about Dayton now that I've done it. Hi, um, I'm Bronte. So one of my questions for you was, being that Color Guard is a performance group and you perform in front of people, you're memorizing routines, do you think any of the skills you've learned from Color Guard have translated into other areas of your life, like public speaking, memorization, performing? Like, has that helped you in any other way? Um, yeah, I think it does help. There's one quote that one of our coaches said, she said mind over matter and like when I'm like taking a test and stuff like I tell myself mind over matter because I'll get in my head a lot and then like when I think about it I just tell my mind to be quiet and I like do really good on test. I think performing has given like a lot of people like confidence to be able to like go out there and like know that um, people are watching you and they enjoy what you're doing so that also like brings the confidence to like other areas of your life. I think also going on to what Kendall said, another quote one of our coaches says was Silencio Bruno or Breno and it just reminds me like when I'm stressed to like think rather than act on the stress as well as time management, trying to manage practice, school, keeping your grades up. It definitely helps you with the stress of everything, which will help you in the future. Our coaches always say that color guards are very mental sport, so you don't have to have, it's not all about talent consistently, it's about like mentally, like being there. And I had like, for me, I have a big fear of public speaking and then also like really bad like social anxiety. And I think that color guard helped me come out of my shell, especially when I came to high school. A lot of my friends went to Vogue, so I didn't, like I didn't know many people in Dartmouth, but I joined the color guard. And now I'm walking in the hallways and I'm like consistently waving to people. And I don't feel like my head's always so down now. I feel like I'm more out of my shell, more comfortable around the school and like hanging with people. That's such a good point. I know I'm in the marching band as a freshman. I remember seeing a lot of the upper class in the hallways and having a face just to say hi to in the hallway really makes a difference. Uh, it makes you feel more comfortable as you transition to high school and as an underclassman. So that is really cool. Uh, could someone explain what your show theme was this year um, for the winter season? Kind of the idea behind it, um, any soloists or anything like that? Um, our show theme was based off of a singer uh, called Alanis Morissette. And our show was themed over her album, um, Jagged Little Tour. And uh, we called, our show was called uh, Jagged Little um, Tour. It was called Jagged Little Film, sorry. And uh, it was really cool when we went to 
Ohio, you did not see any other show that was like us. Our other shows were very classical music and very um, like legato. It was very like dancey and ours was not anything close to what we saw in Ohio. Adding on to what Savannah said, our show is more upbeat and more fun to watch. In my opinion, compared to other shows, we really grab your attention and portray a story. For us, it was the emotional stages of her album, from your cocky to mad to upset to congratulatory. And it was like the different stages of the emotions. Um, I think that the show really showed how you can grow from experiences that you've gone through. I think throughout the show, you'll see how Alanis went from having this experience that really hurt her into turning it into a a learning period for her. Um, And I think it's portrayed throughout the work and the music that we used. Awesome. That's such a unique show theme. I know there's a lot of themes that like often get repeated and stuff. I've never seen like a, a show theme like that nineties kind of vibe. I liked it. And you guys all did your hair like it it was so cool to see all the costuming and stuff. So you guys have clearly like spent a ton of time together. I think you guys have like more hours under like a part time job. Um so you must have some pretty good stories. So what is your best color guard story from this season or any season, one that really made the season memorable? I remember in when we were in Regional A, <laughs> Kendall broke our cart for the mat and we left marks from the wheels all over the hallway. And this is before we were about to go to high school. So... <laughs> We're kind of scared that the janitors wouldn't like us because we ruined the floor. <laughs> but yeah, that was really funny. Uh, yeah, to add to what Navaya said, we were we were pulling out our mat from the auditorium and the theater department was practicing in there. So we were trying to stay quiet at the same time while we were laughing. And like Kendall fell backwards while holding onto the cart and bought the whole cart with her. <laughs> it snapped off, and then we t- <laughs> and then we tried to pull the cart, and it left skin marks all over the hallway. And we had to wipe it off with paper towels. Actually, this season, on our way to our regional in Pennsylvania, Jada Walker, one of our color guard seniors. She, we all sent texts to her and it was a game on the bus where she would say the fact about a person and everyone would guess who it was until we got it right. And that was a really fun memory from the season. At the beginning of the season, we had this like really crazy like mohawk thing in our hair. And I remember we got back from one of our competitions really late and we were all taking the hairstyle out. And we were all struggling because of all the bobby pins and hairspray and how matted our hair was. And we were sending photos of us, like, struggling to get it out. And we finally got it out. Everyone sent photos of how, like, matted and, like, our hair was all over the place. And I just thought that was funny because it was, like, the first time I ever, like, actually, like, 
really talk to the people in the color guard. And I was just like, we were just all like, we looked terrifying, to be completely honest. So you guys all seem pretty passionate about Color Guard and seem to enjoy it. Do you guys plan to do it throughout high school? And what are your plans after high school, if you're thinking that far ahead? Um, I personally think I'm going to stay throughout high school only because it gives me, like, experiences. And it's, it's something that's enjoyable, and I just want to keep doing it to, like, prove to myself and to like other people how good our program is and how far we can go I'm also definitely gonna stay throughout the rest of my high school years because I've invested so much time in it and like I've honestly like grown so much and I just want to see how much better I can become I think I'm definitely gonna stay through high school because it's like a big learning experience just being with everyone. I think it's like just being around them so like consistently that when you're not, like even all the season's ended, I don't really do anything. I'm just like, now I'm bored. I've been spending so much time with you guys and now I'm just at home consistently. It's like, now, now I'm bored. So I think I'm gonna stay doing it for the rest of high school. I think I'm definitely gonna stay throughout the rest of high school because not only is it something that I've put so much time into that I've gotten so much better at, but like also the people I'm doing it with, like these are all my friends, it's the only friends I have, so <laughs> you know, I just like I couldn't imagine doing anything else, honestly. Um, I never thought about doing color guard after high school. Obviously I want I wanna stay with the program during high school, but um there's some people on the team like uh Jesse Walker, that definitely should go on to an independent color guard after high school and do that for probably his career because he's, like, really good. <laughs> um, I'm going to stay with it throughout high school. Um, I'm just be putting so much into it. And, like, now that the season is over, I really don't do much. So it's, like, it just feels weird. And I'm just bored most of the time without it. Could you explain kind of what the independent group means that you're talking about, kind of what that structure is like? Is that with a school or how does that work? So independent color guard is without a school. It's its own um, group. And when in WGI, uh, there's like your scholastic groups. So we were scholastic open because we're through a school. Uh, but there's like school last, uh, like um, independent open, which is groups that aren't through school and they're from any age range. With the independent groups, they don't have funding from the school like we do. So they have to pay a lot of fees to be in it and for things like costumes and mats where we have a budget for from the school. Um, I know Jesse, he does an independent group during the summer, and he leaves school in May, and he's gone till August, so it's obviously, like, it's more time-consuming than, like, the high school guards, and, like, right now he's in Texas for, like, a camp for it, but I think it, but I think, I know he enjoys it, and it's something, like, he's passionate about, so it's, it's just something fun to experience. Typically, the independent groups are doing much more difficult things than uh, scholastic groups do because they obviously have, like, their own time and they've decided, like, this is what they want to do with their lives. And then 
obviously their age plays a role into it, but you'll see them doing crazy tricks and stuff, and it's really nice. That's what we saw in Ohio, and it was, like, crazy to watch them. It was, like, motivating. I know you watched, like, all, like, the independent world groups, and you're, like, these kids are, like, crazy. Like, they're, like, throwing a bunch of stuff in the air, and they're, like, doing a bunch of, like, backflips and stuff. Like, someone threw, like, a big, like, a rifle, and they did, like, a backflip and caught it, and I remember just, like, screaming so loud because I was, like, so shocked because I was, like, I didn't expect that. Because I didn't know what color guard even was before I joined high school. Like, I got to high school and joined it. So just watching, I was like, that's, like, crazy. And that people can get that good and they stick with it. And they, like, are really passionate about it. Uh, this is Mr. Higgins. So full disclosure, uh, my wife teaches the color guard. She works with you guys. And um, my question for you guys is, I don't think, you know, the people listening to the podcast may know this, but you all probably do different things in the color guard, right? I mean, there are different things that you can do. Like, what's the difference between doing a flag and doing weapons or, you know, the dance part of it? Maybe you can talk about that, what you do in the color guard and, um, and maybe how that is different from, from some of the other things. The other thing too, is that you mentioned, uh, Jesse Walker, it's too bad he couldn't be here today, but he's kind of famous around the country. I mean, he's, he may be one of the best performers possibly in the United States right now. Um, and so it would be, it would have been interesting to have him here, have his, his take on that. But yeah, let's pass around. Maybe talk about what you do. So I'm mainly a dancer when it comes to color guard. Um, but like, I know that it also translates into flag work, especially in saber mostly too, because it all goes back to like body quality when you use uh, your equipment. So, but yeah, I'm mainly a dancer and it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's great. What's a saber? Oh my gosh. It's a, it's a sword. <laughs> it's not like a, a dangerous sword, but you kind of, yeah, we do. And, if you don't use it right, it's kind of dangerous, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fun. They're cool. I'm mostly a dancer because it is my first year. But doing, like, a lot of the dance work, like, all the older, like, kids, like, when you get put on, like, a dance bar and you're with, like, a lot of the upperclassmen, you, like, you learn a lot. Like, I think I learned a lot this year throughout dancing because I did dancing previously and I learned a lot just watching and just being in the group. So I think it's a lot of fun. But I hopefully... I want to do saber or flag next year, but that's kind of scary because they're difficult to do. So I'm, I do dance sometimes, flag, and I've been learning to do saber with Tracy because our weapon line is graduating besides for Jesse, so we have to like recruit more people. And the saber is definitely, like, it's really scary, but once you overcome that fear, it becomes like, it, it's really fun. And that's it's scary. Uh, because it hurts, like, it, like uh, Navaya was saying, if you do it wrong, which that's part of like the learning process, it it's painful. But once you like perfect it, it's just it's rewarding. Um, I mainly I do dance and flag, and I used to do um, a little bit of saber in the fall. But I think they all have different skills, which is why certain people are certain parts. But each um, one that you do, it like plays into the other one because it just, it, like, there's just certain parts that play together so you can grow in every single um, thing. 
Um, I mainly do flag and dance. Uh, for like flag parts that I'm not in, I'll be like dancing and with flag. I definitely do enjoy it. There is like hard times with it and with dancing. I like the stuff that they'll have us do. So yeah. Um, I usually do flag um, sometimes dance. Um, I'm learning rifle and it's really fun. It's kind of scary though because uh, you're chucking a block of wood up in the air. So, <laughs> um, I do flag dance and saber. I'm mostly a dancer, but I do do a lot of flag and I'm learning saber. I started this fall and I'm trying to learn rifle this summer. I have a question kind of about the structure of your competition. Because I know a lot in the fall when, you know, a lot of our listeners probably see that we just kind of march on the field of the football game and march off. There's no really, not a big sense of urgency and stress. But in the WGI competition, you're timed. Like you have that, you got to get that mat unfolded, you got to get down. And if, you, if you're not, why don't you cross that line, your time starts. And if you're not off, and how long on time that is, you lose points. Like there's a lot of penalties for that stuff. So I was just wondering kind of, how that affects your performance, your nerves, and what those specifics are? Um, this season, we definitely went through a lot of trial and error, trying our, to find the best way to get on and off the field. Um, eventually, we made these carts to roll our props on, and we previously put our equipment on top of the props if they go behind it, just so we can save as much time as we can, because we only have seven minutes on and off the floor, and our show's like, a little over five, so we have barely any time to set everything up. But it's just a lot of memorization of where everything goes and what place, because one thing that's wrong can mess up a person's entire show. So, yeah. Um, I know, personally, it's very stressful, especially when you're getting on the, the floor, because you know that, like, you have to, like, be in the place to just, like, put your stuff where you need to and, like, go where you go to start. And it's with it being like so fast, it's just like everything's moving and everyone's going everywhere. But then when you get off, and like it's the same thing when you finish the show, you have to like get off and get out and you can't think about what happened during the show or anything. You just have to think about getting out. I would argue that your show's not really over until you're all off the floor because if you don't think about getting off the floor and getting on the flo floor as a part of your performance, then that can really mess up the, the whole show because you could go from being, like, first place to, like, 15th place just because of a point reduction. Yeah, it's really scary getting off the floor, especially since you, you're, like, looking around at the other people trying to see, like, in their face if they had a good run. Uh, and it's really scary. And then you have to go. And there's so many things that you also have to remember that you can't really check out yet. Um, like you have to go get the props and then go back getting the mat. That's 700 pounds. And you have to lift over your head out <laughs> walking out <laughs> the floor and then not trying to be over time as well. Getting off the floor personally, I feel like getting on and off the floor in time is like the most nerve wracking part for me because I was doing, I was helping put props on the floor and for some reason our props are most like horrendous props I've ever had to use in my whole life. They were consistently breaking and then like while people were on like on top, I remember one show, I was behind a prop holding it down while someone was dancing on top of it. 
and then getting off the floor, everything's like 10 times more heavier because you just dance a five minute show doing flag work, save like all the stuff we do. And then you're getting off and you're like already like exhausted from the show. And you got to lift the, like those, like Savannah's with a 500 pound mat and like, like the big props. And it's just like so much like, it's like exhausting. But when you get off, it's like when you're like, you finally get to settle down. It's like, whoa, I just did that. It's like insane. It's scary. I mean, it definitely doesn't help <laughs> with the stress. I think that the most stressful part is getting onto the floor, especially because you want to set up all your equipment right. You want to have the props in. You don't want to, you know, fall through a prop in the middle of the show. Um, but, like, yeah, getting off the floor, it's it's hard because you got to run around, get all the things, and still keep your brain in check. You know, not focus on the audience or anyone around you. You have to do what you have to do and get your job done while you're tired and scared if you that you did bad about a show but uh yeah um it's definitely very tedious from the moment you walk into the stadium or the gym to the moment you get off everything has to be in the right area in the right way or else something bad can happen like someone can get hurt someone's show can mess up you can get a penalty. It's all very, you have to get memorize everything so it will be okay. Awesome. Thank you guys for sharing more about your experience and program. Uh, we appreciate you coming on and, and to Pace today to do this. Um, thank you, DHS, for listening. And this concludes this week's episode of the Spectrum Podcast. See you next week, Dartmouth High.